into the pandemic, the Hong Kong government has recently loosened its quarantine requirements, attracting not only visitors, but also bankers, investors, asset managers to revisit the city this early November. The Global Financial Leaders Investment Summit, organized by the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, has brought together financial group CEOs and chairpersons to discuss the opportunities and the challenges facing the global financial community. Thank you to Eddie. As also a former Hong Konger, I lived here for 10 years. It is really terrific to be back. It's great to be here after three years. Look at Hong Kong. I can tell you, the worst is behind us. Opportunity and timing are right here, right now in Hong Kong. We set clear rules for our markets, stringent requirements on the participants, maintain high transparency of its functioning, ensuring that policies and practices are implemented in a consistent and predictable manner. I hope that by now, after reconnecting with your friends and associates and business contacts here, you will see that Hong Kong is open and we are back. Topics included economic uncertainty, sustainable finance and technology. Let's revisit some of the highlights from this long-awaited event. It's highly improbable we'll get back to the kind of 1-2% inflation we enjoyed before this crisis more like around 4% over the next few years, and we'll have to deal with that. We'll have interest rates somewhere between 4 and 5%. We'll have inflation around 4%. This is globally. And um, uh, obviously, unemployment is going to tick up during this period. I think before we see investors flowing back into the markets in a seriously big way, you'd have to see two things happen. Mm -hmm. Number one, you'd need to see the Fed, as well as other central banks, start to signal that they're getting closer to the end of their tightening. And the second is you're going to have earnings get a lot clearer than they are today. Responsible investment is really no longer a nice to have and is really increasingly embedded in all the investment decisions that, that we all face as investors and as shareholders. It's a very fast growing area of the market. Real-time payments for consumers and businesses cross-border is not yet happening. It can happen within a banking network, but going outside of that network, I think there's a big role for CBDC and blockchain. I think that stable coins have a real potential to drive efficiencies and disruption across payments and capital markets activities, which is really quite astonishing that we can move money in a second without posting collateral which will change, again, the ecosystem and the efficiency uh, and the cost to our clients. We went through a number of economic crises in the past. And from my personal experiences, we made a lot of money in those downturns in economic crisis. I remember that uh, the founder of TPG, David Bonderman, uh, once said to me that, uh, you know, if a a deal is structured right, this type of market conditions is probably the best time to buy. I'm sure that nobody than the Chinese government, than the Chinese banks, cares more about the property market because it has too much to do with the manufacturing industries. Mm. And then 
the, the GDP growth with the financial stability. So don't worry too much. We have some honourable guests joining us today, sharing about Hong Kong's status and future opportunities. They have assured investors that Hong Kong is back. Let's hear what they have to say. After listening to the first half of the summit, how likely do you think Hong Kong can reclaim its international confidence and status in Asia? Very, very likely. I've got no, no doubt whatsoever that Hong Kong will remain a very strong international financial centre. That's evidenced today by so many people from mm. around the world coming back into Hong Kong. Mm. So I have total confidence in Hong Kong. A lot of positive energy today, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, positive energy and support for Hong Kong. Everyone knows it's gone through a challenging time with COVID and we all want to be here to support Hong Kong and to see it reopen and continue to develop. Now, they say that Hong Kong is experiencing a brain drain. Has it been difficult for the group to retain or recruit new talents? No, we're still able to recruit talent in Hong Kong. And remember, we have over, I think, 28,000 people here in Hong Kong. We have tremendous local and international talent in Hong Kong. We've made some senior external hires in the last 12 months, even with COVID. And I'm very confident talent will come back to Hong Kong because Hong Kong represents opportunity. We are now in the first and the largest investment summit since the pandemic. What message does the government hope to bring to the business community? Well, we want to uh, tell the international world that Hong Kong is back. Hong Kong is open for business. And uh, they come, look at this place, see for themselves how resilient and vibrant this city is. And through the discussion this morning, they will have a better idea as to the opportunities here and in the region. I think that would be very important in the planning of their future investment and their business opportunities uh, in the entire, apart from China, actually Asia as well. The chief executive has just said Hong Kong is perfectly positioned to facilitate capital in and outflow in China. How can we capitalise on the growth of China's capital market? Well, Hong Kong is in a unique position. Uh, we have different connect schemes, right? Mm. Under the one country, two system, we continue to practice the capitalist system, the common law system, independent judiciary. And at the same time, through Hong Kong, they can access to the mainland market which is going also very fast. So uh, in this unique position, we are able to channel international capital into the mainland. And at the same time, mainland investors through Hong Kong can also have access to in international capital markets. That is to allow international companies listed on our stock exchange mm. to be included in South Bank Connect. In other words, those international companies, if they come to Hong Kong for listing, they are attracting not just international capital mm. as with the past, but also mainland investors, full South Bank Connect, can buy their shares. Then the liquidity for the shares will be a lot more. And that will also provide additional support to the valuation of the shares. The Hong Kong GDP has dropped in the past three quarters. What would you speculate for the next quarter? I, I think uh, this fourth quarter is going to be very difficult. Uh, and it will carry over to the first quarter of next year. But I think we should have faith in Hong Kong. Mm. 
because from the words of the uh, ministers from the mainland, uh, they are they they have Positive. made some encouraging messages. Mm. They will continue not just to support Hong Kong as an international financial center. They would put through Hong Kong uh, to add more activities like issuing bonds. Uh, they're going to see more company uh, coming to Hong Kong to, to get listed. So it's, all those are very positive. The Global Financial Leaders Investment Summit has concluded with over 200 bankers and investors convening here in Asia's leading financial hub. It's been a fruitful event and we're very much looking forward to welcoming our international guests again.